Welcome to the Digitally Dreaming Off the Gridiron podcast. I'm your host, Austin Ali. I'm joined today by returning guest, familiar face, Gabe Martinez, Coach Gabe Martinez. Coach, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Today is the second anniversary of Kobe Bryant's passing, so we are swagged out in the right gear for Kobe Bryant, 81 forever. Um, you know, a man, a myth, a legend, someone who inspired me as an athlete. Um, so, yeah, Coach, if you have anything you want to say about Kobe and his influence and impact and legacy, you know, feel free to, you know, share any thoughts. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I saw that this morning when I woke up and uh, it feels just like yesterday whenever we you know, heard about that uh, you know, tragedy happening and uh, it just makes you think back to just growing up and you know, him always being around, man. I mean, him just constantly being uh, an elite superstar in our lives, right? He was always the dude in uh, from his time, you know, with Shaq, his time without Shaq, his, his time at the end of his career, how he ended, you know, so strong and just the role model he was to a lot of people, man. It's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, the good ones go early. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, you know, if you can see the ticket behind me, I should pull this out. So I went to I went to see Kobe Bryant play in person um, at the, with the Golden State Warriors. When we came to play the Warriors back in 2011. I was in uh, row 223, or sorry, row 14, section 223, seat eight, you know, and it was, you know, around, how much was it? $10? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, 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 they upcharged that. I, was, I think it was around 50. <laughs> so I basically got some money. <laughs> but, you know, Kobe, obviously, you know, I mean, I see everyone posting on Instagram. Um, I see everyone because I just reactivated today and we can get into that a bit. But essentially for me, um, you know, I think for Kobe Bryant, you know, I think, like you said, you know, everything he was able to do, you know, first coming into the league, you know, being a second option uh, to, Sa- to Shaq and being able to prove that, he, that, you know, you can be a very competitive second option. Um, and essentially, you know, for me, when I actually read Scottie Pippen's book, you know, right over there, you can see that, right? Wait, no, oh, there it is. Yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. So Scottie mm-hmm. Pippen, obviously, like, you know, he was also a, a second option, right? But he ended up making the Hall of Fame, but Kobe was able to prove that he was more than just that. He ended up proving he was one of the greatest players of all time, arguably a top 10 player, top five all time. So, yeah, I mean, for me, too, obviously, you know, the day after the crash, I was able to go down to Staples Center and I was able to kind of or go down to L.A. You know, from here, drove four and a half hours, got down to, you know, um, Figueroa Street, parked in Staples Center, walked, walked, walked six blocks or how many blocks over, you know, to two to, to the actual stable center. And there was just murals, flowers, bouquets, fan art, everything. And, um, you know, I mean, it was just an incredible sight, you know, because by the time I was able to actually get through the gate and get to my section, um, you know, and I was also in the nosebleeds, you know, just like the Warriors game when I got to go see Kobe. It was, it was, it was just, it was remarkable. It was remarkable. So, you know, I mean, I think it's one of those things, you know, we just kind of, you know, you got we, we really put these superhuman athletes and we believe they're superhuman until they, actually you know end up end up reminding us that you know they're human right i mean when someone mm-hmm. they when someone passes away when you know i mean someone's ill and or something or some, or some kind of tragedy my last guest you know chuki akobe who ended up winning a super bowl with the steelers he tend, he, he actually he, he drove that point forward that or home that like a lot of times we the media we the and you know not necessarily me but like the actual like you know, the mainstream media is the east pns the fs1s you know the, the main the main networks right the national media, um, they basically kind of, you know, they're able to celebrate the success of someone when they go high and they, and, and then they, they drag someone down to the rock bottom when they do something that, that we don't like, you know, for example, Kobe Bryant's case back in 2003. Right. And, um, 
you know, I mean, I, I remember that time and like, you know, my mom actually didn't think that he was guilty. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously they were able to settle it, you know, I mean, whether or not he's guilty, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have that debate, you know, on, 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 on this episode, but I mean, I just think it's one of those things where it's like, when we look, when you look at it, you analyze it and you see it, you know, you take a, you kind of take a step back, you put yourself in that position. It's like, wow. You know, it's like a lot of things that Kobe did, um, you know, were for the greater good. Um, I would say, you know, a lot of things that he did, you know, for the sport of basketball, for us as fans, you know, and, you know, obviously he was the reason I, I became a Lakers fan, you know, Shaq, Kobe, and then Kobe by himself. I mean, you know, growing up in high school and obviously through Juco, the Juco years, that's when Kobe and Ch- was at his peak, you know, as, as number one option for the Lakers. And, um, you know, when he back to back championships, I mean, it was just, it was remarkable. It was remarkable to see. So, you know, obviously like, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, I think in closing, you know, we can just kind of end that with saying, you know, rest peace, Kobe, you know, you're forever missed. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you just got to kind of understand that, you know, whoever your idol is, you know, I mean, <laughs> they're human, just like you and me. And, um, yeah. you know, whether it's Kobe Bryant, whether it's Tiger Woods, you know, and I'm not going to make it for anyone else because this is Kobe's day. But, you know, I think it's just something it's, it's always good to, to have that reminder. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you said it perfectly. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Man, where you been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, and it's funny, like, you know, obviously, you know, you're not the only one who basically hit me up, right? I mean, obviously, everyone left and right, like, same thing. Dude, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, what you said, like, you know, sometimes you just walk around, just like, damn, you, you, you fucking disappear. <laughs> and, no, shit. And no shit. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was actually talking about to, 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 to my to my boy Lofa, you know, and um, yeah, basically, you know, it, it, and, and he was like, yeah, man, you disappeared. This is not right. So. I just need to take kind of sabbatical from social media, Instagram, and all, all my listeners out there. I know that, you know, I said that, you know, we only have LinkedIn and we have uh, now, but now we have Twitter. We have Digitally Dreaming Off the Gridiron podcast on Twitter. Um, and we also have Digitally Dreaming Off the Gridiron on Instagram. And the actual handles uh, for Twitter is DDOG podcast. And for Instagram is Digitally Dreaming OTG podcast spelled out. So you can, you can follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, working on getting back on Facebook um but essentially yeah i know we we, we've kind of reestablished our presence um from a platform perspective we also reestablish our platforms you know we're back on not just anchor and spotify but also google podcasts uh pocket casts um i I think also web also web browsers to some other some other external apps you know so it's kind of nice you know i mean i think for me spending the last kind of nine months off social media helped me kind of really reflect you know on, on my life and kind of my career as you can see has has definitely benefited uh quite quite a bit um, and, uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, to everyone out there, all my friends, family, you know, who have basically welcomed me back, you know, to social media, IG, um, you know, Twitter, whatever, you know, um, thank you all, you know, obviously, you know, I do apologize for leaving so abruptly. Right. Um, but Hey, I'm back now, you know, y- 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 y'all can reach me through DM if you want, <laughs> you can say anything you want. I mean, I'll, I'll actually, let me show you something. <laughs> I gotta show you this. This is, uh, the message I got today. Oh my God. Let me show you this one this one's a keeper i'll show it to my little brother and he was just fucking cracking up just like me all right let me pull this up where is it frozen can i go oh there we go there it is <laughs> that needs to be your profile picture of yeah, no. <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness anyone watch this on youtube man shit 
<laughs> you see my reaction too, right? Oh my god. Yeah, it was the yeah, same like, reaction to me. I was yeah. just like, they just kind of you know manifested back in you know from thin air. And I, but we are back. Been, we are back. Yeah, you, yeah go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, you manifested thin air. No, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. Man, you're good. It's just uh, like I said, it. Uh, you know, you and I had you know had a few different talks. You, you had me uh, twice for my coaching stuff, and then you had me once for a wrestling thing. And yeah, um, you know, so we you know I got to know you you know, decently well through that. And uh, I, I was just like, man, you know, where's he been? You know, I, I, I looked for you one time, and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, you know, maybe you know, people from time to time will take like a thirty day break. And I yeah. was like, he's just chilling, you know, whatever. And then you know time passed and I was down you know coaching this last season I got done with it and I was like you know what I still haven't seen him and so I reached out to, to your uh, to your boy that we did that wrestling podcast with and I was like yeah. hey man I was like where is he at like what you know he's like dude he's like honestly he's like I don't know he's like I he's like, I think he has a LinkedIn he was like but besides that like I don't know what he's doing where he's at I, was like, I just hope he's okay like I just you know hope he didn't like take a trip somewhere <laughs> and get caught up or whatever yeah. you know <laughs> oh man yeah no absolutely yeah i know and uh you know obviously my boy alex shout alex um alex if you're listening to this, you should be ashamed of yourself man you've been seeing what i post on linkedin hmm. no <laughs> essentially like i said i've been um so for the past kind of nine months i've actually so it's funny you asked i've actually been invited and so to to linkedin to actually i've actually been very active on linkedin um mm-hmm. for anyone who has me on on linkedin you 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 guys can't see it and obviously you know i mean one of the last guests who's also returning you know coaches who's carbohol said on the city said the same thing he's like damn man he's like i only see you on linkedin like you know it's like and i'm like yeah but i'm like linkedin has been very powerful because you know from a professional networking perspective it's a little different than facebook and instagram right because you you need to it's a little bit more kind of niche in the sense that you need to kind of have some sort of career track you need to be kind of in like a different domain than like everyone else you can't just be anybody making linkedin you can technically right. make a linkedin but you're not really going to build a network unless you actually have a you know an actual career right mm-hmm. and um so for me to your to your question to your point and uh anyone who wants to check out our youtube channel you can i mean i'll go ahead and you know i mean it's the same dealers off the, uh, the ground podcast youtube all uh, the past nine months i've actually been like i said focused and also i've been actually building my consulting business my llc and i've also been speaking publicly speaking at different web summits and at, and at different webinars. And I'm going to, and I'm also going to post on, on Instagram at some point, I won't be able to post the full snippets because the actual presentations are, are plus 15 minutes. So they won't be able to fit in IGTV or reels. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably just be like, maybe like a two to five minute clip, um, you know, of each of the presentations for each of the months. Um, so basically dating back to July, August, September, November, December, <laughs> and this month, yeah. I've actually, I've been, I've been, I've been speaking and I've been kind of getting involved on the, on kind of just building my consulting LLC and just my brand as a, as a, as a, as a professional keynote speaker, um, and, 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 and in the IT domain. So, you know, kind of taking a bit, taking a break from social media, taking a break from football. I actually just started the, the, I just, I just restarted the podcast back in December, the last week of mm-hmm. December. So that's why you, I mean, you probably saw all the posts. You actually, I know you did, you, you saw my stories. <laughs> so I appreciate that. But yeah. yeah, basically like, you know, all, all the, you know, the Steelers, the Steelers I've had, you know, LeVon Kirkland, two-time All-Pro, two-time Pro Bowler, NFL 1990s, All-Decade all Team member, Chris Dishman, two-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, second all-time franchise leader in interceptions for the Texas, for Titan, Tennessee Titans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, a, a Super Bowl champion, Chuki Kobe. you know, shout out to Lofa. I'm sorry, but hey, man, I had to have him. Super Bowl 40 champ. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then Marcus Ogden, who's going back on the show on Friday, um, you know, NFL veteran nice. and AIF veteran. 
So, I mean, um, you know, he's also a keynote speaker. He was actually the first guest I had on when I, re- when I restarted the podcast last month, um, mm-hmm. four weeks ago. So, um, yeah, basically, so, I mean, kind of, you know, just, you know, that's how it is. Sometimes, you know, you just, you need, I, like, for me, I need time to kind of take a step back, prioritize everything, focus on kind of what really mattered, you know, and it still is, that's as obviously my number one priority, but this is obviously, you know, I was able to, you know, get all the approvals to have this back up, you know, through, through all my clients and, you know, kind of the corporate kind of, you know, red tape, got, got all the approvals needed. And uh, here we are, you know, um, because interestingly enough, prior to this, you know, I was actually a contractor. Um, I mean, I saw my consulting LLC, but I, I was a contractor for, for, for the, for the main kind of FT gig I have right now. And so when I, I actually converted around the time I, I deleted the, 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 my social media. So they converted me to full time. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, I mean, I'm not going to get too much into the company policy, but essentially there's certain things you can and cannot do. Like, for example, if you, if you're speaking at a virtual summit or like a public forum or some sort of like, you know, if you have a public platform, you're a representative of that company. And in order Mm -hmm. to kind of, to ensure that, you know, like, you know, they minimize the impacts, you know, type of legally and all that other stuff, you have to go through all these approvals to be able to speak. And usually it's very hard to do that. So what I have to do is I have to be very clear and kind of work my approach, kind of come with a strategy to make sure that. When I relaunched this platform, there wouldn't be any topics pertaining to work, any topics pertaining to, to the company. And that's why you see the legal disclaimer in, in the podcast description. Basically, the opinions are my own, not that my employer. So yeah. basically, yeah. So that's pretty much it. So, that's awesome, man. I, I respect it. You know, like I said, you, know, you see it uh, from time to time. You know, you, people will say, will say that they're going to take a break, but then they're back on the next day or <laughs> right. they'll do it during like, you know, Passover or Lent, whatever, and you do it for that time frame, and they're right back onto it as soon as it gets done. But hey, you know, much respect, man. You know, gonna step away and uh, you know grind away and uh, get back to you know to you know, who you want to be going forward. That's that's awesome. Hundred percent, brother. You know how it is. And now we're yeah, gonna yeah. get into you in a bit, but I just wanted you to I just want to give you kind of a little tour of kind of how far we've come. Yeah, your setup is super nice, man. I, I, yeah. I was digging it in your uh, on your post. I was like, all yeah. right, upgrade. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I yeah, see. So all my accolades are now on display. So all the guests I've had on, they've all seen this backdrop. So you obviously remember the foldout table, <laughs> right? Yeah. One of my yeah, boys yeah. from high school. One of my boys from high school when he when he saw this when I relaunched the podcast, he was like, "Damn, man, you've come a long way since that foldout table." I'm like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Yes, sir. No, so yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, let's kind of okay now. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate. So now everyone knows. You know, if you're listening to this, this is kind of where I've been. Here I am now. We're back. That's it. All that matters. I'm back in the saddle again. So pretty yeah. much, yes. So let's talk about you. So you've mentioned your season. Obviously, when we last talked, West Texas Warbirds had signed Carlos Thompson. Carlos mm-hmm. is now with the Spokane Shock. You yeah. talked about your season. Talk to me about what transpired from the last time, you, from last year up until now for you. Man, it was a, it was a spectacular once-a-lifetime season that we had, man. I yeah. mean, it just, you know, Carlos himself, he came in, he played – all three phases of the game. You know, he was probably our best defensive back that we had as well. Um, he prefers playing defense, you know, getting to know him on a personal level. And, uh, you know, I just really respect his work ethic, man. You, you would think from a guy that was on last chance you and had, you know, former D1, you know, experience and all the trouble that he's been through, you know, in his past, that he might have like a bit of a, you know, diva mentality. Never, never had, you know, never showed that, you know, he, he didn't like talking about Netflix. He didn't like talking about any of that kind of stuff. He was just there to work. Um, so it was great, man. I mean, he, he really was, you know, one of the key, key guys on our team. Um, you know, it, it was, like I said, a great season. We came in, had a great camp. 
you know, it was a constant, you, you know, how the indoor game works, you know, it's, it's constant roster moves. So we're, we're bringing in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're bringing in like three to five guys every Monday. Right. And, and just, you know, sometimes sending them home, sometimes signing them, sending somebody else home, you know, constant uh, back and forth when it came to um, that waiver wire. Right. So that's just the name of the game. Yeah. Um, but dude, it was, it was great. You know, we, we started out hot. We, uh, we played the defending champion, which is the Amarillo Venom. Uh, first game in their house and uh, went down and it, it had a you know, really exciting game. And it was kind of a, you know, low store, low scoring affair, which is not typical. Right. But yeah. um, pulled out the win and that just set the tone for the rest of the season. You know, we, uh, we had some COVID you know issues, but, you know, just having to deal with guys go down, we had like an entire apartment uh, quarantined for a little bit there. And, you know, uh, we were really fortunate. We had a, the semi-pro team, that I had coached in the same town, uh, they were wrapping up at that same time. Right. So um, they had just got knocked out of like the third round of the playoffs. They went really far. The West Texas Oilers, shout out to them. They had a you know, really great year. Um, we had four or five of their guys transition right into our team. You know, offensive line, two defensive linemen, uh, a linebacker. Um, you know, we, we had guys come in and not just contribute, but start. And that was huge. You know, that, that's what, you know, a large part of our success uh, was due to having that resource there and my former connections to them from, you know, having coached them, you know, just a few months before that. So um, it was great, man. We, we played the same team again for the championship. Um, the the again. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually beat them three times, man, which is. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> wow. It's hard to do, man. You, right. you know that in any sport and any level. So. Um, Especially that was super cool. yeah, man. So it was, you know, super cool. And, uh, we got to play the championship game in our home and, uh, got to pop champagne and everything like that in the locker room. And, um, you know, we're, we're having, I'll probably be overseas whenever the ring ceremony is in, in March, but, uh, we have some nice rings coming. So, uh, it was a great experience, man. It, you know, we had a, you know, you know how it goes on the arena. You know, your staff usually isn't very big. Uh, we, we had a, a coach at every position group, running back, receiver, DB, I mean, everything. We, we were loaded, man. So uh, stars just aligned. And uh, the, the, the best part of it was um, our, you know, like I said, Carlos went to Spokane. Our quarterback went to Spokane. Our other, sorry, my cat's just like. I love it. Up in this. <laughs> <laughs> it was the What's first his time name? Uh, this is Snow. And no, this is okay. the first, first time snow has been allowed in this room. So she is very curious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, all these guys leveled up, man. They, they got, you know, contracts in the IFL and the CIF. Um, you know, we, we have a guy that just signed with uh, the Albany Empire, you know, Melvin Hollins. He was our starting center. Nice. Um, my boy, my running back, uh, Tim, he, he got signed with them as well. Um Man, we, we just had, you know, such a large percentage of our team level up based upon that. You know, we, we did what we could, right, you know, coaching them and stuff like that, but they went out and performed. Uh, they got themselves great film, which is the whole point of it, right? It, it, right. You want to level up. You want these guys, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being a hometown hero or anything like that. Or <laughs> He's right in the camera. Uh, <laughs> You know, nothing wrong with that, right? There's a lot of guys who will make a, make a family in that town and stay and play, you know, however many years in, with that team. Right. 
Right. And then they just call that home, you know, and that's great. You know, we, we have guys like that on staff that did that in their career. Um, so they were kind of able to serve as a role model, but um, I take a lot of pride on, you know, and being the scouting director and plus the OC for that team, uh, being able to just help promote that, you know, help, help these guys get up and, uh, man, I, I can't say enough about it. It was a great experience. Um, you know, things didn't work out for us to, to re-sign. Uh, I was just in a point right now to where I, I want to do this full time and uh, be able to, you know, financially, you know, you know, take care of the fam at the same time and uh, stepped away. And it was all amicable and no, 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 no real issues or anything like that. Uh, I think the owner, you know, think the head coach and all that kind of stuff and uh, went my own way. But it was a, it was a good season, man. Awesome. No, absolutely. And to your point, which you just said, which I think is critical, kind of the whole point of gain the film and making sure you level up, right? I think the thing about the AIF, um, you know, in but it, it was on the Premier League, Premier Leagues when it was in existence, you know, before the CIF and uh, the IFL materialized and kind of, you know, fermented across the indoor scene. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that was one of the things, you know, that was key, right? I mean, everyone would try to, you know, level up or try to at least get to that next level, right? The tier 1A, tier one B tier one C kind of, you know, arena game, you know, which may not be common, you know, obviously like, you know, people don't know that, but essentially mm -hmm. that's kind of, you know, where, you know, with the West Texas Warbirds, you know, I think you guys are in that T tier one, what in between the A and B, right. Kind of there. Yeah. We're, I, I, I mean, I always look at it. We're kind of step in step with the CIF. Okay. Um, IFL kind of rules the rules, the domain right now, as far right. as it goes, just because of resources, Absolutely. but yeah. Uh, pay, pay scale and everything else. Uh, the Warbirds just recently announced their new uh, league, which is the AFA, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, so they have, you know, the Venom still, they have a team out of Houston, uh, the North Texas Bulls, which won, you know, they won their league last year. Um, this new team, I think out of Georgia, the Magnolia State Spartans, uh, there's a team down in Rio Grande Valley that's going to be in it. So uh, they're looking to really grow that. Um, so, yeah, that's it's kind of where we always kind of compared ourselves to. So, um yeah, I mean, it was it's, it's great, man. It, it's always nice to help these guys get where they want to go, right? I mean, it's just even if it's instead of two hundred bucks a game, you're getting paid five hundred bucks a game, or you know, from there you make the jump to a thousand bucks a game, and then the next thing you know, you're looking at CFL money and NFL money, right? So um, it's awesome. Or in my case, eighty bucks a game. <laughs> hey. Yay. I've seen worse. I've seen way worse. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to take the in principle, you're getting paid to play. Right. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. and that's, that's pretty much it. So that's awesome, man. Um, no, it's great that you were able to develop those guys. That's funny. Kind of what you said about the leveling up and the levels and the film. And, and it kind of, it harkens back to the first guest of the original kind of incarnation of the show, the 81 podcast, which is, you know, which is who's actually now who I've reconnected to as of today, uh, also on IG Darius Prince, who's also resigned with the Albany empire. Your yep. center, who also signed there. So obviously Darius Prince, Arena Bowl 30 MVP. You know, he's his story is very similar. You know, I mean, my mm -hmm. story and his story. I, I mean, I mean, I feel like it's almost like a melting pot when you play like as as at this long, you know, at the indoor game level, right? Because there's everyone. Mm -hmm. It's such a like I said, it's small in terms of the rosters. It's small in terms of kind of having coordinator and staff, you know, to for every single position. It's interesting mm -hmm. to me that you guys are able to afford that. <laughs> You know, honestly, well, because, yeah. um, you know, obviously, like, you know, when I was playing, you know, it was like one coach overseeing and maybe like one position group coach. Right. And so, I mean, and, and, and there'd be maybe one kind of like kind of gopher who does kind of like rotate, you know, and um, right. manager and manager. Whatever, slash, like, yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I had to backfill that position as while while also playing. <laughs> so, I mean, because I was the only one, you know, kind of yeah. I mean, with the with the with the know-how of actually with and my last season, obviously playing with the Falcons, right? We also I they also put me in that same GM type of role, which is fine. I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm a master's and I, and I kind of knew kind of how to how to run things, right? So, uh, well, it's, it's it's just resume stuff for you too. Yeah, absolutely. That's all it is. It's all resume stuff. You know, I mean, I don't list it as GM. I list it as kind of as a player, right? Because, you know, in my world, you know, I mean, as you can tell, I don't really need too much else to, you know, add to the skill set. So, I mean, yeah. for the Arsenal, the Arsenal, the Arsenal's full. <laughs> so, but I mean, I will say I did enjoy being the GM for the guys and also kind of to your point, the younger guys, right? Because like, you know, when I played in the AIF, I was only 22 years old, right? And so I was kind of, that was my first team. Um, when I did, I did an interview last week on the, um, on, on the on, on on the living your best purpose podcast they're going to post that probably next week and so i'll probably and now that i'm on, now they actually inspired me to get back on ig too because they're like yeah like you know like yeah like we have six different types of platforms and we can promote you you can promote i'm like yeah absolutely and on other podcasts i think that's kind of what also inspired me because then when i kind of got things like you know settled you know all, all the things i need to settle got settled and i restarted the platform all the different podcasters started reaching on youtube linkedin now Twitter, right? Most recently, they're like, yeah, man, like you, if you IG, like you know, like you know, hey, man, like you know, let me follow you, this and that. And I just want to make sure that you know all the red tape was clear before I get back yeah, on social media. Yeah. And it is. But you know, to the point, kind of, you know, what 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 we were talking about, right? So like, I was 22 when I first started playing for the Eagles. I won Special Teams Player of the Year, right? In my first year playing Arena, full a full season. I obviously mm. had stints with the San Jose SaberCats prior to that. You can see that jersey right there, the green one, right over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also had a chance with, you know, obviously the uh, the Stockton Wolves don't have a jersey, but my California Eagles jersey right there, the orange, you can see that. The yeah, Eagles, yeah. the AIFA, right? So obviously, depending on kind of who you are and whatever, how, however strong your will is, you can make it, like you said, you can make it, the, you can make it, you can make it to your point the most the greatest opportunity if you maximize the opportunity mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and i think ultimately kind of but you know back to back to my 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 track um after 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 the eagles folded and basically we made the chance your game we got blown out by the cape for heroes which is which is still a great team over there in fayetteville north carolina right um they basically um i obviously went back to school got all my everything right the wall behind me establish myself and then when i moved to chicago you know that's kind of when i started researching and you know like you just like like indoor stole a thing in the south in the midwest in the east coast in the southeast here in the west coast not so much maybe one mm. one team in california it wasn't it wasn't as big as it used to be back in the mid 2000s 20 early 2010s when you had the mm. cast the afl before the afl mm. folded two years ago three years ago but yeah pretty much you know obviously like back to the point you know at this point when i'm playing with the falcons i'm 28 i'm not 22 so they're so these kids who are like 21, 22, right? They're looking for me, especially when you're trying to get your kind of your feet wet on special teams. Like you know, if they need to understand, you know, kick a lane integrity, you need to understand kind of you know assignments, you know, on kickoff, you need to understand assignments on pump block. You know, my Niners, what did we do this past weekend, right? Pump block, right? Defense, um, you know, yep. special teams wins games. You know, that's what my college coach, you know, who's now the coach at San Jose College, Coach Winks, always preached to us, mm. right? And that's why he told me how I get my opportunity, and I, the rest was history. So. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the point of all this thing, like, you know, to your point, you know, kind of now that you're almost like, you know, we're, we're basically elder statesmen. We're elder statesmen to these younger guys. And, um, you know, they've, 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 they've definitely had, you know, their mishaps along the way. But what we're yeah. able to set as the example can help drive them to that, to basically the promise. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, it's a special thing, you know, because you, you, uh, you blink an eye and you, you, like you said, you went from 22 to 28 in a blink yeah. of an eye and then you, you blink again, and you're here and, you know, you do all the stuff along the way and you earn all the accolades and, 
you know, act, you know, revel in the success while it happens, and the rest of the time just grind, right? It's just Absolutely. you know constant right. uh, climbing the ladder. So right. uh, same thing for these guys, man. Like you said, these guys are green coming into it. <clears throat> A lot of them have no idea what they're walking into as far as their running game goes, uh, not just on the field but off the field. So right. you stress to them, you know, hey, yeah, you're gonna come here for peanuts, man. But you know, if you want to change that, if you want to change that to a briefcase full of money, you know, and uh, to take care of your family or something one day, then you know, just use it. You know, use it as a springboard. Uh, it, it's it's always nice. What's funny about that? I used to think it was just Arena, but then I was watching a documentary on the New England Patriots, the assistant coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Scott Pioli, when he got his first assistant coaching gig in the NFL under Bill Belichick in Cleveland, Bill Belichick says, "says Okay, here's a job." You're going to review film, you're going to take stats, and you're going to report back to me, you know, mm-hmm. on every Saturday before game day, right? And pretty mm-hmm. much, and, 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 and then they said, and last thing, it pays $14,000 a year. So you want the job? <laughs> and then pretty much Scott, and then Scott said, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And, and then Bill, then they, they cut the bill, and Bill basically said Scott didn't have too much choice, too, too, too much leverage in that situation. He started laughing. <laughs> but ultimately, kind of him, Eric Mangini, they're all part of that melting pot where, you know, they weren't, they're all getting paid peanuts. But you know, mm-hmm. but they but they didn't question the work, they didn't question the objective, they didn't question why you know they're there, you know. But I think so many of us do. It could be mm-hmm. a generational thing, but it also can't be because, like you said, there are young guys still still kind of competing, so they have to stay same mindset. I think maybe it's a football thing, as opposed to a yeah. generational thing. So yeah. if you're able to kind of preach that and you're able to optimize or augment that characteristic in your guys, you know, it doesn't matter how skilled they are. You know, I wasn't the most skilled. By, by any means. I wasn't the most athletically mm. gifted by any means, but you're able to preach to me. I'm able to take it and I'll take it. And I'll run with it as far as I can within mm-hmm. the, my limitations. And to your point yeah. with the guys you have, the green guys, again, I mean, and, and I just want to drive this point forward for anyone listening. You know, if you really want this opportunity and you really want to make it the most value, the opportunity, don't question it, value it because you don't yeah. know what doors is going to open for you. Yeah. I mean, the, the, it's one thing I talk about now. I mean, uh, you know, since the season ended and, until here recently, you know, I was just kind of fielding offers and stuff like that. And, you know, I've been uh, working with uh, this agency called Pro Level Agents. Uh, this guy, you know, Buddy Walters, he's a, uh, you know, player rep out of uh, New Jersey. And, you know, <clears throat> we used a lot of his guys last season to bring in for waiver stuff and just, you know, a lot of quality talent there. And uh, talking talking to you know, these guys now, and it, it took, it took me until I was 31 to realize that just because it's not the cookie cutter norm that you see on TV, you know, right. You know, high school to college, college straight to the draft draft into a superstar, just because it's not that doesn't mean it's wrong, you know, and it, there's, there's no need to be ashamed of it. There's no need to try and hide that because, you know, guys get to the NFL all the time in these different paths. And, you know, even my, in my end, you know, coaching, you know, I didn't go from. Gabe, I lost you. Uh, all those stops along the way is what got me to this point. You know, it, it's what, uh, you know, the, the time in semi-pro having to be thrown into the fire, uh, coordinating a defense with you know, a bunch of players around you that are, you know, anywhere from five to 10 years older than you and having to gain their respect. Right. <laughs> um, you know, it, it just, it builds up. And then uh, next thing you know, you look up, you're like, Oh shit. Like I'm getting, I'm getting coordinator offers, good head coach offers. Like it's, 
it, it happens eventually. Right? You know, they may happen. The guy for the Raiders is like 42 years of coaching and it was his first uh, head coaching, you know, job, you know, mm-hmm. even as an interim, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So it may, it may never happen. It may happen at that point. Uh, but like you said, don't question it. Just embrace it. 100%. Kind of to your point about the semi-pro thing, you know, obviously, because arena mm-hmm. semi-pro, there's a lot of mission mash, right? Depending on kind of, you know, what, what tier it is. So kind of to that point, like you said, and, um, you know, for me, like even those young guys, those old guys, right? Those guys, you know, and, you know, and because again, like you said, it's a melting pot and, you know, you have to earn the respect. I remember one of my teammates, like, you can't come in respect, you have to earn it. So I'm all right, cool, yeah. bet. You know, I mean, let's, let's see. I'll be the GM. I'll line everything. I'll help market the brand. I'll help do what I need to do, you know, outside of the gridiron. And pretty much we'll see how what impact that has on the team. And hey, it worked out dividends. And, you know, I mean, I think, you know, my last season ended pretty well, you know, so I'm not really too, you know, I, I don't question it by any means. And I think to your point, like you said, you went through the ringer, you went through the fire, you went through all these different phases, you know, from semi-pro and obviously, you know, going through, you know, obviously you're also at Texas Tech for a little bit. You kind of went up and down a bit, but you kind of went up and you kind of, you know, did the volunteer in the, I guess, in a sense, because I mean, you know, it's not really volunteer. You're well, just not paid. That's what it is. That's what it yeah, is, man. It's inter- yeah, internship, yeah. right? Like it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And essentially you take that and you basically make it. So semi-pro, like I said, now to the point where you are now, you're basically now feeling offers from that's from the higher tier, the higher tier leagues, you know, of, of arena and indoor, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously now, um, you know, you guys had a great season. So congratulations on your, on your season. Now, pretty much, um, let's talk about next steps and the big news you got. Yeah, man, it, it's been great. Like I said, I'm, I'm super thankful to to Pro Level for giving me this, you know, kind of bridge in between. You know, still getting to help players. Um, you know, had some offers here in the states, different things. You know, think you know, just didn't work out for any number of reasons, right? It just, you know, when it doesn't click, it doesn't click. Right. Um, you know, we're always, you know, here lately, at least since the season ended, been pretty um, active on Euro players, you know, the website, and I've uh, seen kind of the you know, success stories that they, you know, promote from a lot of guys. And I've had, you know, of course, I've had offers to go coach in Brazil and COVID kind of squashed that and uh, made contacts with, you know, the coaches I've made in, in those uh, different offers and, and just crossing paths and, um, so it was always kind of like a, a seedling, right, to, to eventually go coach overseas somewhere. And um, this team, the Czech Republic, man, of all places, you know, Ostrava, uh, the Ostrava Steelers uh, saw them. They were looking for a head coach, you know, reached out to them. Uh, they messaged back right, right away. Uh, they're like, you know, hey, you know, we'll, we'll definitely interview you. You know, we've already had a few interviews, so just know that coming into it. And, you know, we'll, we'll get it done. It was like two days later. and. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, interview went extremely well. Uh, they were going to wait till midweek to tell me. And then one of the guys uh, told me the next morning, he was like, hey, he's like, I don't, I don't like fucking around. Like, we're going to tell you, like, we're, we're going to go ahead and offer you the job. So, uh, you know, just you know, elated, right? You know, that the first, uh, you know, head coach uh, stopped there without being interim or anything like that on my end, too. So, of course, I had to talk to it about, you know, with the family. Uh, you know, got the wife and two kids and all that good stuff. And yeah. uh, we, we've had this home here, uh, you know, for a little over a year and uh, on 10 acres. So we've been kind of building that up and that kind of stuff. And you know, my, I'm just, you know, really fortunate and blessed to have people around me that are, are ultra supportive, right? Like, not just like, oh, uh, you know, I guess it's, you know, they're like, no, like, let's go, like, let's do this thing. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's still coming, um, you know, Contracts already signed, all that good stuff. We've already had uh, a few meetings with the coaches. They had their first practice yesterday. 
Um, so doing a lot of stuff virtually, you know, uh, going on huddle and, and breaking down practice and critiquing it that way and all that kind of stuff. But um, just really thankful for, you know, the city of Ostrava, man, that they're, they're, you know, Czech Republic in general, uh, the more I researched into it, you know, the kind of the, the deep uh, rich heritage they've had, you know, over the past 30 years of football there um, and the, just what they've really grown to. They, they're, they've gotten right to that cusp. Uh, championship game, you know, like two of the past three years, uh, they just want, you know, they wanted to bring someone in that can get them over that hump. And I was like, Hey, let's go. Let's, let's go win a ring. Like I just won one. Let's go do another one. hundred percent. No, absolutely. No, congratulations on that coach. And uh, you know, obviously, absolutely. No, you definitely grinded and you definitely had the opportunity. So obviously, like you said, you know, a lot of tough decisions, a lot of tough conversations to have, you know, with your family, um, with those around Mm -hmm. you. And, uh, you know, obviously coaching Europe, it's going to be a completely different experience, um, you know, than coaching the States. You know, obviously I've had guys, you know, on the show, Kevin Vi, you know, um, Cody, Cody Galea, um, Andrew Betancourt, Coach Betancourt, you know, um, over here, you know, in Cali. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and they all go to Germany, um, you know, to go play over there. And, and sometimes, you know, they move around to Poland. And so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely established. The European game is definitely established. And um, mm-hmm. actually, yeah, one of my guests, uh, Chris Dishman, the one uh, from, from a few weeks ago, actually, yeah, literally two weeks ago, 15 days ago, um, or 16 days ago, he basically also coached in NFL Europe. And so he, you know, he, he loved his experience. He actually was in, uh, he actually got to work with Jim Tom Sula, who was on the, who was a interim head coach or head coach of the Niners for a little bit. And uh, yeah. he said, they, they, he said, he said, they go down to the basement, they play cards and then, and they pretty much kind of drop schemes. And then, you know, they, they basically go out next day. So, and uh, yeah. obviously Kevin and Andrew and uh, Cody have some crazy stories. <laughs> so yeah, I'm man. sure I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, the, the culture there, man, it's uh, it's kind of all based around like beer. <laughs> so it's exactly. like, yeah, that, that's what they, that's what they're known for. Like per capita, they're the they, like the world's largest like consumer of beer. So it's like, all right, man, like, let's do this. I'm not a huge drinker by any means. Uh, yeah. Not what I was, you know, 10 years ago, at least. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> like years. you know, but, yeah, for sure. Back, yeah. back, back, back in that day, it was different. But right. um, I think it's great, man. I mean, they, they have stellar facilities um you know they, they they're building a brand new turf it'll be the first of its kind there in the czech republic for their game field um and like you said these guys are you know we, we have one import so uh, our quarterback brad jones uh he's he got there Tuesday, yesterday he just arrived and him and i will be uh, roommates while we're there and he's going to be also acting as oc uh so you know it's a whole different thing too you know a lot of the american players that get called over to be imports, have some type of coaching duty as well, whether it be with that team specifically or the junior team. And um, I'm just embracing it, man. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great time. I'm sure I'm going to be homesick like crazy, but uh, you know, just like I told them, like I'm treating it like a job for what it is, right. You know, you guys are paying me to go do a job. Uh, I'm going to go clock in, you know, I'm going to be hard at work and, uh, you know, my job is to clock out, you know, with, uh, with the championship that that's, you know, winning isn't everything, and they, they, they stress that. They want to build, you know, continue building their culture and, you know, just have growth inside the organization, which is which is great, and I want that as well. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a bad loser, man. Like, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm much happier and generally to be around whenever we win. So uh, that's what we're going to try to do. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's in critical, it's a critical point that, that, the, that you brought up or that they brought up, the organization that you do need to build a culture. Um, make, mm. It doesn't happen overnight. Reason I'm saying that is because these guys, right. I mean, you see that who they lost to in the playoffs last year, then they blow up the team. 
after a year after winning a championship, and now you see how they're struggling so mightily this year. And, you know, I mean, essentially, the reason I'm saying this is because it falls on the GM, but ultimately, like, that team lost to the Phoenix Suns, who are going back, most likely, to the cha- to the NBA Finals, right? The championship mm-hmm. series of the, of, of the mm-hmm. NBA. So it's like, you can't be reactionary. You have to kind of roll with the punches, and you have yeah. to understand that, you know, things do take time. And you're right, though, obviously. It's good that you have a winning mentality. That's going to definitely set the tone. Um, but, you know, it's funny because when I was coaching at Whitney a few years ago, um, you know, I keep referencing my little high school stint. <laughs> but when I was coaching right. there, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not little, man. Trust me, it's not little. To those people there at G-Impact, it's not little. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, kind of to that point, I appreciate that. Kind of to the point, you know, obviously, like, you know, when you when I was there, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, that's what Coach said. Like, oh, yeah, you know, we were 0-10 so the previous year. So we're not, you know, you're not you're not going to try to win the conference. And he would tell the players straight up during, you know, after after practice, like, you know, like, you know, yeah, like we're not good enough to really kind of just take days off or, you know what I mean? But, you know, we can be good enough. And they end up finishing the season, with, I mean, 6-6, six six, you know, 500. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a huge improvement. You, exactly. And Coach Hall Carbajal, when he finished his first season coaching at San Jose City this year, mm-hmm. he was the only linebackers coach, you know, for the for the program. He had three mm-hmm. guys all conference. And he awesome. basically, yeah, and they were 0-10 the previous year. They finished 3-7. That, awesome. That's, that, hey, that's awesome, you know? Progress, right? I mean, that's the name of the game. You, you, you just don't want to stay stagnant. You, you don't want to get complacent. Um, you know, sports is about evolution, about progression. Correct. Um, that's awesome, man. It's, it's people like that that, you know, on the on those days where I was like, man, like I'm about to have to load up and drive six hours of my own money, my own gas, pay for a hotel room, and do whatever coaching this is going to require. It made all that stuff worth it, right? I mean, I would go back and do it exactly all over again if it meant, you know impacting those along the way and the end result at the end right so then, to me this is just the beginning um you know I, I, i'm super excited to touch down you know next month in ostrava and get to work and all that kind of stuff you know they're looking for something long term uh, i told them well you just make sure you like me first right like you make, make sure like <laughs> i can go do the job first and then we'll talk long term right um you know but whatever you know whatever that future holds man i I'm super appreciative and, you know, super appreciative of you, man. I'm glad you're back. You know, st- stick around. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, back in the saddle, you, buddy. I ain't, yeah. I ain't falling off unless, 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 unless the horse kicks me off. <laughs> and right now, that, yeah, right now I got that motherfucker by the rain, so I'm not worried. <laughs> hey, exactly. Even at that, if he kicks you off, get right back on, right? Oh, dude, you already know me. Special teams, baby. All, all there. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. Hey, yeah. uh, Man, Ali, thanks so much, bro, for just for your time. Uh, thanks so much for your support, as always. Uh, I'm going to plug you up on all my socials, too, and make sure we get, get this fan base pumped back up, you know, to where it deserves for your for what you do. So uh, thanks a lot, man, and uh, we'll be talking again soon. 100%, brother. No, you already know. Yeah, we're going to get the fan base going. And, you know, we've already made some traction, made some headway, so I appreciate you kind of helping just kind of augment that or, exp- or kind of expedite that a little bit. So definitely going to yeah. Looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how the how how the how these how do you what was the first name of, of the Steelers the Satra Ostrava 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 Steelers yeah. and yeah. how can the, how can listeners find out about the Ostrava Steelers if they if they want to kind of get more information? Uh, check them out. They're on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Ostrava Steelers. Uh, feel free to follow me as well. Uh, Coach G Martinez on Twitter uh, should also be Coach G Martinez on Instagram. Uh, Gabriel Martinez on Facebook. Um, I'm always down to collaborate with people, always down to network. And like you said, the whole LinkedIn thing, right? I mean, it's just about building that network and whatever profession you're in and who knows what that's going to yield 
in 10 days or, or, or 10 years. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, thanks for everything, man. You, you guys, uh, support this man right here. This is the dude. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks again, brother. We'll be talking to you soon. Okay. hundred percent brother. Oh, take care. God bless. And, uh, looking forward to your success and, uh, in the yes, Czech sir. Republic. Yes, All sir. Right. We'll see you. Yes, sir. Bye.